Good morning, fellow students, and welcome back to another episode of Legacy Weapon, your guide to the Legacy format. I am Jamie. And I'm Drew. And we are coming to you live from the past. Yes. This is a message coming from last, yesterday, today. It's the past <laughs> for you. It's, it's, it's the f- you're, you're in the future to us, is what we're trying to say. We're, right. not, we're not actually there with you. We wish we were. That's- that's the magic of recording, actually. It's kind of literally always true. But well, We are supposed to talk about elves today, right? Uh, I guess. Uh, we, yeah, we could. probably. We could. We can always talk about elves. Well, we we'll probably will talk about elves. Let's not do that. Okay. Well, Death Ray Shaman is cursed. We don't want to record it again again. I, I just... I don't know how long to do it. We, <laughs> we have... We currently are trying to record with two completely separate guests on two completely separate topics... Scheduling is hard. Podcasting is hard. We're sorry, guys. We're sorry. Yeah. So you just get to hear us talk. We will do elves. We promise. Elves part two will come someday. Yes. Hashtag. We need to stop making promises. Yeah, we're bad at this. But there's some news. There's something new we wanted to talk about. Things keep happening. We're still not supposed to be a topical podcast. Yeah. We're not supposed to be up to date. I don't. The world is too exciting. The world is very exciting in legacy. We just had. Legacy GP. Not just one, we had two Legacy two GPs. Two Legacy GPs, yes. Because if you wanted to travel to both, screw you! <laughs> well, yes. Uh, one was in Europe. One anyway, was in Europe. So. It, the list of people who would be able to go to both if they were, say, a week apart is probably a short Fair, list. Fairly a short list, yeah. Uh, we were both, unfortunately, not able to go. Um, we tr- tried to make it work, but uh, neither of us... Uh, get to travel very much for for events, so yeah. miss this one by. Hopefully for the next one. Um, but we wanted to talk about what happened because it was really exciting, and because without a pro tour for Legacy, you know, there's no pro tour for Modern anymore. There's no pro tour for Legacy. This is pretty much the highest level that Legacy gets played. Is the, the you know twice ish a year Grand Prix. Well, yep. you, you you could say Magic Online's high level. Depends I, on you'd be lying, <laughs> but you could say you it. On, you know the, the top players play there. I mean, you can see matches between top players. Yes, I mean, you, just you, you can. You, you not necessarily in an organized tournament setting, but you, you get to play fifty-five Vengevine lists in Legacy first, though. But you know, <laughs> sure. Right. Speaking of which, guess what was in Ohio on day two? Vengevine. A Vengevine list. Yay! Yeah, Vengevine. I love that. I love that things that. I would not have understood or expected we're able to was, still do well. Kind of tracking this, back was, to our... Was this the one with elves? Like, is this the elf, yes. elf, elf this is the one with spine thing? Edric, spy master of Trest. Who oh, yeah. I, I've, I've used him in a deck, and I still have to figure out how to pronounce his name. Um, an elf that when you hit your opponent, he draws you cards. So he has to survive, and you have to have other creatures that are getting through for damage but to your opponent. He, he's a blue elf, so he's you can play blue... Force of Will in your elf deck. Ooh, so. true. See, I see blue, and I think, oh, I don't want to splash blue in elves. I'm already splashing black. You see blue, right. and you're like, Force of Will just got so much better. Right, like playable. Yeah, yeah it, right. It, well, I don't, I don't think it was in an elf list. As I said, with us not being there, where It wasn't like elves per se, but it, it had, Still. like... It had some elves in it. The um, fact that he yeah. was in a day two list is really awesome. The fact that Benjvine Benjvine was in the same day two list. Uh, <laughs> and one that I was following and did shockingly well. Uh, you can read about the uh, the uh, uh, report of the person who did it and his deck on the source. Lantern. Lantern control in Legacy. Wow. wow. 
for anybody who doesn't know in mo- from modern, because if you don't pay attention to modern, good for you. You're focusing on what's important. But in modern, there's this terrible boogeyman of the format right now. It's not played too widely because it's very hard, uh, and it's debatable how good or not good it is. Um, the yeah. We'll just say the floor on it, if you don't play it well, is very low. <laughs> very low. So like, You're just not playing a, ma- a game of magic. Yeah, even even if the ceiling is high, the floor is so low that most people are staying away from it. But uh, it's, it's a lantern. There, there's a lantern of insight, which turns the top card of your, both players' library face up. Coincidentally, there's also a blue enchantment from, like, Legends that does the same thing. So in Legacy, yeah. you get to play both. So now you get to see what your next draw is and their next draw is. And then there's lots of cards in the entirety of Magic that will mill your opponent for one. Yeah. So you look at their top card, and if it's a land, sure, you can have another land. If it's a force of will, nope, that one goes in your graveyard. And you just keep doing that so that your opponent literally can only draw lands and you know what they're drawing. Right. And then you just win eventually somehow. It almost doesn't matter how. Uh, if your opponent can't so play Magic, cranky. you get to win. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 well, and, and apparently it is a... I'm not going to say it's a deck to beat. I'm not even going to necessarily say it's good. But it's a rising star and viable. Oh, my I, gosh. I love it. Well, it goes into yeah. our, whole, our whole theory that if you have an idea for a deck, you can play it in Legacy and have it be a good deck. Probably. Well, a good deck, I'm going to say yes. Now, day two competitive, only some really realize that, but apparently Lantern does. Apparently Vengevine does, and Edric Spymaster of Trest does. So, almost any card can be playable in Legacy. Wasn't there somebody who won or top-aided a tournament not that long ago with a... With a horn turtle? Yes. I mean, just as like a 61st card, just threw in a horn turtle? He only had 60 cards in his deck. That was a typo when they printed the lists. But yes, horned turtle. Vanilla 1 4 for 3. Yeah. Well, uh, you can pitch it to Force of Will. There's a long history of lucky cards in decks. Uh, There's a deck called Solidarity. Uh huh. Do you know the deck? Uh, no. We don't need to go into it now. It's it's a, I'll say, very fringe but playable legacy deck. Yeah. Um, it doesn't run the card Solidarity, but, like, the first person to make it famous had one in his sideboard for luck, and so the entire deck is now <laughs> named Solidarity. I Okay, I have seen lists for that deck and have never been able to figure out what it was doing, um, and that would explain why, yep. maybe. Lucky Charm Solidarity. So, anyway, uh, it, it, that's really interesting to me, just how, you know, we, we talked about how Bear Tribal got to day two of Grand Prix once. Yeah, yes. You... <laughs> you you require more luck when you're playing a weird deck, but even with just a normal <laughs> amount of luck, you can... Well, okay. you, that, you require more luck, except you also you will just confuse the bejesus out of your opponents sometimes. They have no idea what, you're, what they're supposed to do. They're like, game one, I mean, they got lucky beating me down with, like, vanilla tutus, but, I mean, there must be some sort of weird combo in there that I just didn't see, so I better bring in some, like, Gag Teagues or something to stop this combo. Nope. Like, no, there is, there is no combo. It's just uh, just beat down. Two yeah. twos and four twos all day yeah. long. Yeah. Um, so, I, the, well, the Lantern one, he was saying nobody knew what he was doing. I, he, right. I, I saw a write-up that he did, and he basically said every game he just, like, was ready to call the judge over, not to, like, challenge their opponent, but kind of just to explain it, because he didn't want to time out, so he really wanted to help his opponent understand it as quick as possible. <laughs> because the deck is one that is going to run into uh, time issues. Right, but the thing is, it runs into time issues because you stop your opponent from being able to do anything. Right. So, in theory, they shouldn't go slow. They should go quick. 
because they can't right. do anything. But when they're trying to figure out that they can't do anything, they might might take a while to get there. Right, right, right. Um, but I we I, I did want to also, uh, and this I'm just going to be reading this from the uh, Wizards website because, as I said, they were physically on site. I was at home, and unfortunately, there's no coverage, which is not that not a you know shade on Legacy. They've just kind of stopped doing Grand Prix coverage. Sort of weird. I I don't know. They apparently What's the do. Point it, of having a big like showcase event if you. Yeah, I I think they've it. said they're only going to really do coverage like four GPs a year or something like that, which sounds dumb. I don't know. I I'm sad to see less coverage, uh, video coverage of all of them. You know, I heck, I would I would watch the modern one, but right. um, especially since, since there's so few. Exactly. I I would have liked them. Nice to have. I would have I would have liked to have seen an exception just since there's so few. Um, you know, it's fine, you're only doing half of the modern GPs. Well, if you do half the legacy GPs, flip a coin, you might get none. You know? <laughs> right. uh, but so this this is in the finals. And and I, Drew's going to go over the kind of the lists of what did well. No, no, go over your lists first. Go over your lists first. I was going to give you a spoiler of what's going to happen. No, no, we'll go through the lists first. Go ahead. Uh, all right. List for... Uh, for, the to- for top eight. Top eight for Columbus. Uh, so the winner was, in fact... Uh, oh, well, were, now you're the spoiler, because that was my big finish, was how the last turn went. Oh. Oh, well, okay. No, well, you spoiled it. It's ruined. Oh, sorry. End well, the podcast. Quit. Quit. quit the website. <laughs> you, Drew ruined it, everybody. Okay. Sorry. It's okay. The list. Well, anyway, uh, should I spoil what they were playing against in the, yes. in the finals? Go okay. ahead. That was Miracles. Um then uh, there, there was uh, in tied for third place. There's a uh, uh, Grixis Delver and another Miracles deck, and then rounding out the top eight was Lands Reanimator and two more Miracles lists. So pretty standard, except more Miracles than one would normally expect, yeah. which is kind of becoming expected. Miracles is seems it's to just been be the best growing. Deck for a while. I, yeah. I don't know that it had it had not been quite this dominant in a while, but No, it, it had been the number like two deck and then it was the solid number one deck, and now it's kind of creeping into dominant territory. Yeah. Yeah. It right. We we talked, I think, on one of the early episodes in this podcast about whether you know, speculation about whether they were going to ban something out of miracles, and then kind of quickly after that, it, it faded enough that I think that was not a concern. Yeah. Four copies in the top eight of a GP is kind of like... That's a lot. And, oh. and I'll say, I, I told you, I've started playing Magic Online. I've kind of stopped playing Magic Online after six out of my last eight games were against Miracles. Yeah, that's your, your matchup. Yeah, my, 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 I, I don't have enough money to have every deck on, on Moto, and I know that I could you know trade mine in for almost full credit and buy another one or something that's... the beauty of it, I guess, but I don't want to do that. And I like elves. It's, you know, I'm... I pl- I've played and I've won with other legacy decks, but I enjoy elves the most. But even, right. even with this elf deck, which is particularly tuned, um, which we'll get to in Elves Part 2, to be able yeah. to do okay against Miracles, it, it's... It's still just a bad it's matchup. Still just, it's still just... It's just not fun. It's just a yeah. not fun matchup, too, and it takes forever. Oh, gosh. So Miracles is a little stronger, and in fact... Ah, in I fact... Mean, in fact, has always been a deck, and it's always been kind of a budget option. Uh, I, know I think it's a very much underrated deck. I, agree. I, mean, I think it's always been one of the best, certainly five decks in Legacy at any given moment. I like a lot of people, a lot of pros don't play it because it, it seems like the kind of thing that doesn't, like it wouldn't reward skill as much. It can be very linear. 
Um, but it's just, it's very, very good. I mean, it beats, I mean, it wins GPs. It's, it's totally yeah. legit. The, 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 the opposite of Lantern, the floor is relatively high on Infect. Yes. You make some creatures. Some of them are unblockable. You kill sometimes, your opponent with them. Sometimes you just kill people on turn two because they can't interact with you, and you just drew good cards. Um, and, that said, yeah. the, the ceiling is actually very high also. Like, yes. if you're saying it doesn't reward skilled play. I'm not sure that I would agree with that. Maybe, maybe like no, less right, than no, miracles. I'm not, I'm not saying that's true. I'm saying that's the perception. And I think some maybe. people stay away from it because they're you – know, I think there's some pros who feel like, you know, Miracles is self-evidently difficult to play. Storm is self-evidently difficult to play well. And so I think people play those because they can – there's – you know, some some people play them because it's the best deck, obviously. But yeah. some people play it because it's something where they can sort of look at me, how good I am. And I, I think um, – What do you have against you know, us Johnnies? I, I mean, right, nothing. I mean, obviously, I think, in fact, it's a really good deck, and yeah. people should be playing it because so- it's – Underrated. I, I think that you might be might be right. Maybe it's a middle ground. Um, you know, burn is kind of the example of you know the, the difference between a good burn player and a bad burn player is very significant if you want to win a tournament. But right. the floor and the ceiling are relatively close together. Relatively close. Yeah. Uh, miracles or lantern, the floor and the ceiling are very far apart. Yes. Um, I, I actually think that for in fact the floor and the ceiling are farther apart than you'd expect, just because yes. of baiting out counter spells. And, uh, and and right and, and almost everybody can interact with you as a as an effect player because you have to you have to play creatures and you have to play spells and almost right. everybody has like source of plowshares or force of will or force spike or no not force spike spell pierce that's spell pierce the good one you know and right yeah the good one days I mean all and all of these spells are good against you um, even just blocker dudes are frequently good against you. And so almost everybody has some form of interaction, and you do have to play around that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll get free wins, like against the Storm player who just can't interact with you. If you have a counterspell, you probably win. Um, but, yeah, you, you do have to play well. Yeah, and it's also relatively budget. Like, I know two people who are planning for that yeah. to be their entry into Legacy, you know, once they get the deck together. So I keep telling the story about somebody who top-aided a, a, maybe not a GP, but, like, a, a big, maybe, like, a Star City Open uh, with, like, one or two copies of Breeding Pool instead of the Tropical Islands. I mean, and it just doesn't matter. Like, no. it's, it's never going to come up in an Infect deck that you are actually playing your third Tropical Island and you're like, oh, no, I'm paying two life. That's just never going to hurt you. Yeah. That, that's one where having a mix of the two is just as good, pretty much. Yeah. It is virtually identical to having them all be Tropicals. And honestly, if you're playing Infect, you're probably not going to care about those two life because you're trying to win, win just so fast. Right. You know, your life total is not your con- main concern. Right. Anyway, uh, so I wanted to talk about a highlight, and this this is the thing. I'm going to actually just read it off of their website because Wizards, even though they didn't want to talk about it at the time, they were there, and I was not. And this is just amazing. So, in the finals, Miracles versus Infect. And you all know who won, because somebody has a big mouth. But it was looking very bad for Infect. Uh, Jace came down. Back to Basics came down. So un- uh, non-basic lands weren't going to untap. The Infect player untapped one basic land and a Noble Hierarch, and that's all he had on the field. Yep. Swing, Noble Hierarch, Exalted Trigger. Yep. I'm going to n- now read you their exact words. Yeah, I'll block. Trade? With pushing his Snapcaster Mage towards the middle? No. Before damage, invigorate. Okay. Become immense. Okay. Berserk. So that's... 
22 trample damage. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> with with one basic land and one noble hierarch. And a noble hierarch, which isn't right. It's, no, this is an effect deck. That creature doesn't even have an effect. Nope. Hey, Berserk's pretty good. Beautiful, beautiful play. Oh, God, yeah. it's just so good. This is one of the things, yeah, like, it's kind of similar to the modern deck, but the modern deck can't kill you with trample damage. I mean, because there's no Berserk. I mean, it can kill you with non-infect damage. It happens every now and then. They, I've seen Spellskite beat down, but it's just, it can't come out of nowhere and just, like, lethal in one shot from a Noble Hierarch. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Glorious. So- it was some fun times. Uh, we wish we had been there. Next time, uh, Next time, hopefully we will. And, you know, we've never talked about it on the show before. But one of the goals of that Patreon I set up is to pay yeah. for us to go to Grand Prix and do on-site reporting. Right, so which apparently like, there's a need for now. There's, uh, yeah, there's apparently there's no coverage. Maybe we'll figure out how to Twitch stream off of our phones. I don't know what you can do. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Fill the gap. If nothing else, we'll be able to have uh, live interviews of us on site or something. And uh, We'll do something if we if we get that point. And honestly, we'll do it if we ever just manage to get to one of them on our own, too, probably. Don't don't tell the people who don't need to pay for it. All, all zero right. of them. Don't tell them. All zero of them, yes. <laughs> now, we were not on site, but we got to speak to a few people at the GP while they were there. Uh, I, I yes. figured, especially with no coverage, it was a good idea to get a little bit of word on the street back to you, our dear listeners. And by we, I mean me. I did it. Just me. It was just Jamie. Well, Drew, we, ru- Drew ruins things. We've addressed I, it. Right. Also, three-way coordination was beyond our ability. Yeah, no, that, that, there, there, there's a reason that there's there's only two. We had more who wanted to talk, and the timing just didn't work out. So to all of you who, who offered, I appreciate that and, and apologize that it didn't work out. But let's just jump in and, and hear what they have to say. All right. We are on the line with Nick, live from the GP. Hello, Nick. Hi, how's it going? Going all right. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I'm 26. I... Like to think of myself as a grinder, but you know, that's that's up to interpretation. Legacy grinder, that's some commitment right there. Yeah. So you are at the GP. Uh, it is about two thirds of the way through day one. Is that about right? Yeah, we, I just finished round seven. Okay, great. Well, what are you running? I'm playing spicy reanimator. Reanimator. I, I have heard some good things about reanimator. So tell us about your list. Um, I'm playing. I, I, whenever I play Magic, I like to play some spice cards, you know, to try to make my list a little non-stock, you know, obviously trying to find things that are a little bit more optimal than suboptimal. Uh, I'm playing a main deck Platinum Imperion. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's an 8-8 for 8 artifact that, while it's in play, I cannot lose any life. So it is a great reanimation target for, for the actual spell reanimate when I'm at, like, 8 life or less because it would come into play first and then I don't lose any life. And then it's very hard for decks like Eldrazi and Delver to remove. So why that over the Platinum Angel? Uh, Platinum Angel gets dismembered, and it just dies much easier. That is an excellent reason. Yeah. I, I think that that sounds like a good, good, uh, good spicy tech. Uh, and how have you been doing today? I am currently 5-2. and two. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. All right, so reanimator's time to, sh- reanimator's time to shine, I guess. Yeah, I'm 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 coming off a, a pretty rough loss in round six that I uh, 
that I pretty much had it all locked up, and I just made an incorrect line that cost me, that cost me the, the game. Uh, painful. Um, but, I mean, it's five and two. You can't be making too, too many mistakes. So I, I, I know the pain, but you're yeah. still uh, still doing well for day two, I guess. How many more rounds this, this day? Uh, two more rounds today. Two more rounds. All right. Well, we hope that you get there. What can you tell us about what's it like at this GP in particular, the meta or the events, or what are you seeing? Um, I mean, it's been pretty diverse. I have not played the same deck twice. Uh, I haven't seen Miracles yet. I, I've seen Eldrazi once. I've, um, let's see. Yeah, I've, I've been looking around at the tables around me. I've seen a lot of Shardless. Um, seen a lot of lands. You don't seem to be mentioning Elves very much. Oh, I, this pains me. Oh, I just, I just played against Elves in my last round. That's why, that's why I finished so quickly. <laughs> That's, that's, I'm sorry, but there was there was there was some turn two Elish Nor in games one and two. It, it is not the day for elves. That it, is true. Yeah. But uh, all right. Well, um, what advice do you have for the people who can't be there? What do you, would you want them to know about this GP or when they go to a GP in the future? Either one, because with not all that many legacy GPs, we want to take yeah. advantage of each one and uh, uh, come prepared. And even if we can't be there, get our enjoyment from afar. Yeah. Um, I mean, just like if. Legacy GPs are my favorite GPs of the year, and I try try very hard to to make sure I can attend them. Um, just just prepare to have like just know your deck, um, just like be ready to have a lot of fun. Like bring snacks with you. Um, make sure you have a water bottle. Um, you know, just just be friendly. The, the legacy climate is a lot better for like even even though it's still a GP and it's still competitive. People are, are usually are not grinding like you, you see a lot less grinders at a legacy GP and more people that are enthusiasts of the format and like it's just like I said it's not it's not a, it's not a less competitive but it's it's definitely more carefree and you know people are you know more friendly with each other it's just it's a great it's just a great place to be more more happy and welcoming than your experience at uh, maybe standard or modern GPs. Um, no, it's, it's, like I said, it's not anything, it's just, it's just a different tone. Like, it's not, okay. it's not that anything's like, you know, I didn't have, I haven't had any negative experiences, it's just, you know, like, obviously, like a legacy and, or sorry, a standard and modern GPs, they're like, it's like an overcast day when, when a legacy, <laughs> when a legacy GP is just a sunny day. You're not that's gonna, a, that's you're a not, good way to say it. You're not going to complain about overcast, but just, it's a... It's just a special occasion, the once a year that I get to play in a 2,000-person uh, legacy event. That sounds great. Though, I will say, I, I believe you, mm-hmm. and yet, of interviewees right now on the show, 100% of them are grinders. So, statistics says you might be incorrect there about there not being all that many legacy grinders. 100%, that's a lot of percent. <laughs> it's, it's math, it's science, I don't question it. Yeah. Sure. Well, great. Well, glad to have you on here. Uh, yep. Do you want people to be able to reach you online on Twitter or anything? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me on. Uh, on Twitter, I'm. Uh, I, I think I'm. I think it's Nitronic DJ is, is my okay. Twitter handle. I think. I don't yeah, know. I'll throw I, that in the show notes. Obviously, I I don't know what it is because I'm never tweeting it myself. So. Okay. Great. Well, thank you very much for talking with us. I really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah. No problem. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. Good luck and rock out for day two and stop beating elves. They need need some love today, I think.
I'll try. Hope hope to see you at the next one. Yeah, hope to. Bye. All right, see ya. Great. We have here on the line uh, Jerry. Introduce yourself. <laughs> How's it going, everyone? Uh, this is Jerry Me. I'm uh, one of the co-hosts of Leaving a Legacy, and I'm at uh, GP Columbus right now. Now, uh, Drew and I cannot be at the GP, uh, unfortunately, for a variety of personal reasons, but we don't get a lot of legacy GPs, so we wanted to cover it remotely because technology is magical. So, Jerry, <laughs> tell us about your experience so far. Right now it is day one, about mm-hmm. two-thirds of the way through day one, almost finished with day one? Uh, yeah, they just uh, posted round six. Uh, no, sorry, round seven just went up. All right, so first of all, what are you playing? So I'm playing some Spice. I'm playing uh, Jess Guy Sneak and Show. Just or pa- Patriot Sneak and Show, or Blue White Red Sneak and Show, whatever your your choice of wordage is. I, I, I almost feel like we need a subtopic on exactly what you should call this, but I, I, I'm fine <laughs> with Jesti because uh, America always confuses me. Because uh, yep. th- then there's a deck called America that right. isn't red, white, and blue, so that's, <laughs> w- we'll ignore that. Or uh, so as bug colors and. <laughs> so what's the white in there for? So the white has actually been awesome so far today. It's a uh, main deck. It's for Nahiri. Okay. Uh, wow. And she Ew, that, has been that is spicy. Um, yeah, she has been amazing today. My favorite play of the day so far was <clears throat> I was pl- playing against uh, Nick Fit, and they resolved a turn two Chains of Mephistopheles, uh, and I put into play Grizzlebrand uh, off sneak attack. Couldn't activate Grizzlebrand with Chains out because it would have gotten me nowhere, but I right. was able to play Nahiri and use Nahiri to exile the Chains, drew seven with Grizzlebrand, and proceeded to win the game from there. Wait, so. now, this is going to show that I don't know. Doesn't Nahiri only destroy a tapped thing? Not a tapped enchantment, because enchantments don't tap. Oh, an enchantment or a tapped creature or an enchapped artifact. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's the that's the out. My, my opponent wow. almost called the judge because he's like, I thought it was only tapped. I'm like, not enchantments. That. <laughs> you heard it here first. Well, probably 53rd. <laughs> Buy Nahiri's. Buy them last yeah. month. <laughs> yep. She has been awesome. And then the uh, the rest of the white out of the sideboard, I'm running a wear and tear, which has been really good. It's come in on a bunch of matches and also for Monastery Mentor. As an elf player, I fully approve of more Planeswalkers in decks. That's that's a thing I like to see across the board. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, I was talking to some other people here. Uh, elves is just getting hated out of the room right now. <sighs> I know it's painful. I, I actually I had tried to do magic online, and that even even more than in papers. What I heard, uh, just miracles. Like over half my games are miracles. Well, it not just miracles. It's just like there's like four decks in the meta right now running main deck Chalice of the Void. I know it's terrible. But so t- tell us about the meta. Tell us about what you've played against, what you're seeing, what's been good so far, as far as you can tell. So the surprising amount is Reanimator. Reanimator is all over the place here. Uh, in between, like, last chance GPTs I did yesterday and today, uh, over eight rounds, or over nine rounds, I played four reanimator decks. So, wow. I don't know if I was getting paired up against, you know, unlucky pair-ups, or I, I beat three of the four, so it worked out, but lots of reanimator. I've been seeing reanimator walking up and down the aisles. I've been seeing a lot of reanimator. But, yeah, lots of, uh, 
lots of combo decks in that regard. Reanimator and also a lot of Sneak and Show, though I haven't seen anyone else running the uh, the white in the Sneak and Show. Okay. Well, um, what else have you seen going on outside of the main event then? Uh, I, I, I understand most GPs are a little bit more uh, uh, almost like a magic con, and uh, you know we, I, I imagine with so few legacy GPs, they become a, a bit of a, uh, a destination. Yeah, definitely. Um, so they're doing $50 EMA drafts. Uh, I haven't done any of them just because $50 is a bit high in my estimates of the set and mm-hmm. just the va- value you can get out of them. But they just announced that they were launching uh, EMA draft number 45. So they're definitely people are doing it, you know, paying paying the $50 to draft it. OK, well, great. That sounds fun. Yeah. My local store is doing 60 and, and I won't be doing that. But I've heard of some 30 and 40s and that sounds like a good good place to be. Yeah, we were able to get a uh, box at MSRP, so we actually had the Leaving a Legacy. We got an Airbnb house, so we had a uh, unofficial Eternal Masters draft at the house last night. Beautiful. Uh, but yeah, the set, set's been super fun to draft so far. Really, really enjoyable. Though uh, prices seem to be tanking, it's kind of hard to get your money back on a box, even if you are able to find it for MSRP. Well, I, I, as as I've said before, my plan is actually because it looks like a really fun format. I'm just going to get. Like two play sets of every common, one play set of every uncommon, and 24 d- junk rares, and make mm. a, a drafting set cube, so to speak. Oh, yeah. That's so, beautiful. Hopefully we'll do that. I'll probably pay about 40 bucks total for it or something, so that'll be I, hopefully uh, a good plan. You'd be surprised if you want every uncommon, because, like, Chain Lightnings are still going for, like, $7. I, I, I can skip those. I, I, can, okay. <laughs> I, I, I can just put in bolts or something. Yeah. I'll, I'll figure it out because yeah. it's, 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 it's for the fun. Yeah. Um, okay, well, then I, I can let you go because I know you got a whole bunch going on over there. But before we leave, anything else that you would want the listeners to know about this GP who can't be there or GPs in general or legacy or your advice? Uh, I would say number one advice is don't be afraid to haggle with the dealers. Uh, a lot of them will be really straight up with you. Uh, I ended up dropping about $1,200 yesterday on black border dual lands and, uh, talking to the dealer just, yeah, (laughs) I spend way too much. I'm not going to look forward to my bank statement, but talking to the dealer, just being friendly with them, you know, telling them what was up and being straight with them. He shaved $200 off the price for me. So that's that's nice. Be, be nice and don't afraid to ask. I mean, worst thing they can do is say no. But if they say yes, you can save some pretty serious money. Good to know, especially if you're spending, you know, more than probably my entire collection. I think that that's a, a good, <laughs> yeah. good lesson for everybody. But the, the more you – you got to spend more to save more. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. It's like don't be trying to, like, buy $5 rares and, you know, asking for 250 off of them because they're just going to get insulted. But, you know, if you're dropping some money, even if it's just in the $40 range, it's like – Hey, can I get this $40, you know, card for $37? Most G- dealers will be more than happy to do that for you. As long as you're, you know, polite and courteous. And if you stick around long enough, you'll actually get to know them and be friendly with them. And they're a really good resource. You know, before I bought the dual lands, I actually went up to the other dealer who I'm friends with that I've seen at, you know, loads of GPs and like, Hey, this is the deal. What do you think? Does this sound good? Do these prices sound reasonable? And like, yeah, that's all I needed to pull the trigger. So Great. definitely pays dividends uh, just being friendly with the dealers. All right. Well, uh, how can how can people reach you? Just give a quick shout out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm on Twitter at J-M-E-E, uh, the number three R-D. Uh, also, we have the Leaving a Legacy podcast every Monday on, you know, Facebook. You know, hit me up. I'm, I'm around. 
Great. All right. Well, I'll let you get back to it. Good luck and uh, uh, rock out with that Nahiri. And oh gosh, <laughs> why did I not buy them at five or ten dollars? <laughs> I oh, know. Such a uh, fool I, mean, I was. I'm a monster, and I traded a foil one for the price of the uh, the house. So <laughs> that's how I that's how I justified it. <laughs> good call. A good trade. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, have a good one, man. And Thanks for talking to us. Listeners. Talk to you later. Bye. Yeah. Bye. All right. Well, I yeah. And so that that is GP Ohio. Uh, I think it's really interesting that that Reanimator was apparently really prevalent at least on day one. Um, having one in the top eight just you know shows that it's good and that some good players were piloting it. But if that's a bit more than expected of the meta, maybe be aware of that if you're going to an SCG event or something for Legacy. Yeah. On the other hand, I mean, if it doesn't do well. Uh, if those decks didn't make it to day two, they may kind of disappear. Well, yeah. Well, it, it's it's perception. Is actually what I mean. What, what I mean more than it's time to play Reanimator is if people see that Reanimator made the finals and people see people saw it all day long, you know half yeah. the people who went to that GP are going to be throwing in an extra graveyard hate into their sideboard yeah, just right. so they played it five times. Yeah, sure. Yeah, could be. Exaggeration, but yeah, it's it's possible, possible it's thing. Especially yeah. if your friend went and he said he got the sick tech, you might know what his sick tech is. Graph figures cage. Yeah. That's so nice. let's move across the pond to one that I I did not get to talk to anybody from uh, and did not get to be there and yeah. time zones and travel. Um, Prague. Yeah. What was Prague. going on in Prague? Prague uh, also had a GP. Um, it, so, That's uh, the reason for us to talk about it. We don't usually talk about party towns just for fun. Prague I mean, has some nice castles. It's Prague, really pretty. Prague, Prague's a nice nice place. It's, it's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Everybody wanted to go to Prague, and I did not want to go because I knew Prague is a party town, and I said, you know, I can drink and party anywhere. Like, I want to go somewhere interesting. The beer is literally cheaper than the water. That is true. Um, they also have RC Cola. No joke. I, I, RC Cola. Do not, I don't think I ran across any RC Cola. Yes. But I, I, we went anyway because they wanted to go, and I'm so glad I went because there's so much more to it than the stereotype. If you're ever, yeah, right. to, yeah. to all of our two European listeners, go to Prague. You've probably already been there. You've probably already been to Prague. It's a, I think the secret is out among people who actually live in Europe. Yeah, but, uh, probably. Yeah, it's, it's real cool. It's a real nice town, and it's not. It's a lot cheaper than some of the other cities in, like, Western Europe, like Paris or Rome or something. So when, when I was in Europe, I wanted to get magic cards in every language. That I yeah. of, of countries that I visited, and so right. I was in Prague, and I'm going to go get some in Czech. <laughs> and so I had to find a magic store on, on, online, and you know this was a long while back, so there weren't maybe as good sources for finding these. I found one, and it wasn't where the bus lines go; it was just far away. So I walked for like an hour to get to this shop. Czech is not one of the supported languages of Magic: The Gathering. No, it is not. No, it is not. I didn't even buy anything. I just was so dejected. I'm sure they had some. In, like, German or something. I'm sure they did, but I, I, I hadn't been to Germany yet. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so what, what happened in Prague at the GP? What happened in Prague at the GP? Uh, so the Miracles came in second again, but this was not dominated by Miracles at all. Um, I don't know whether that's just because people don't play as much Miracles over there or whether it be just uh, random luck or just a difference in the metagame. People were more prepared to beat Miracles. Um but this I, was I, I have actually heard from people over there that Miracles is specifically not as dominant in Europe as it is in the United States right now, to where people yeah. are actually changing their sideboards a little bit, anticipating 
just not worrying as much about it. It's still good and it's still around, but it's not. It sounds like it's not dominant over there. It's just very, very, very good. I mean, I know that it's not dominant because this is not. This is this happens. Like you look at lists from the U.S. and like you see at least somewhere between one and four miracles lists in every top eight. And like in in Europe, it's not uncommon to see zero miracles lists in a top eight. I just I wonder why that is. Like, are there just not good miracles players over there? I mean, I, I find that hard to believe. Because Americans are terrible people. I mean, maybe. We're, we're all terrible still... people playing miracles. Bad yeah. people play miracles. Right. Um, so anyway, this was this was a much more uh, diverse top eight. There were uh, two copies of uh, Grixis Delver again, um, but then all the rest was uh, different stuff. There was a show-and-tell list, which I feel like nobody's playing show-and-tell in the U.S. Um, there was a shard list deck. There was a teamer delver deck, which also not really seeing a ton of play in the U.S. right now. Death and Taxes made top four, and then the deck, and then the winning deck was Storm. Which Storm, Storm is such a weird deck in that it, I use the phrase boogeyman of the format a lot. It kind of really is. People are always yeah. worried about their Storm matchup. You don't play it very often. It's not, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a reasonably common deck. Um, I mean, it's, it's, Certainly, probably in the top ten most played, but I mean, it, it, yeah, it has a a tiny fraction of the. I mean, you're definitely gonna play way more uh, matchups against miracles, against various Delver lists. Yeah, you, you don't play it that often, and you don't see it winning very often. So I, this is, I mean, it's not shocking that it won, but I, I went, oh, really? Storm, I mean, interesting, because it was not expected. Uh, I mean, I, not I, by I, me. I guess. I mean, I, I feel like if you listed, you know, like come up with the the like the decks that would surprise you if. If you know if if it was not one of these uh, that won the GP, you know, so like what what were the deck what what are the decks you would expect to be able to win a, a GP? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, would, I would say Storm is Storm is one of those. Okay. I mean, I, I, if it were not Storm Miracles, we'll, we'll probably call it, Rick, we'll, we'll call it probably tier one and a half because you know if Elves wins a GP, I think that's kind of notable too, and not just because I, I think, like it. Right. It's, I think it, I would be more surprised by Elves winning a GP right now than I would. Well, that's because everybody's Storm. playing Miracles. Well, they right, need to well, stop. That, that's their fault, not mine. <laughs> well, but all right, but that's that's exactly the point, though, right? I mean, that's why Elves is kind of on the in the tier one point five, tier two range right now, and why I think Storm is tier one at the moment because it does not have that bad miracles matchup the way Elves does. Everywhere, uh, just everywhere. Yeah. Before we go any further, I wanted to uh, thank our sponsor, Temporal Manipulation Incorporated. Are there any problems in your past? Things that you want to get fixed? things that you wish you hadn't said. Temporal Manipulation Incorporated can go back in time and fix those things for you. And just so you know, they probably already did it. That's the great <laughs> thing about time and travel, is once you've done it, it already has always have happened. So, if you don't like something that did happen, and it still has happened, trust me, it wasn't important enough. You couldn't afford it. But if you disliked something that you don't remember having done, that's because they already fixed it for you. And mm. if you've ever found yourself just n- not as much money you're banking out as you think, it's because they took it out ahead of time. <laughs> That's good customer service right there. The poor manipulation industries. Because you don't know what you don't know that you ought to know that we did for you. Right. Their marketing department is very verbose. They, well, they are. Maybe they should. Uh, they're probably, they're, they've already fixed that probably, actually. Well, there's a handy acronym. Mm-hmm. 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 Moving right. on. 
I'll, I'll remember that one for okay. sure. Um, but what else do we have for today, Drew? Uh, I don't know. What do we have for today? Well, there should be a band card of the day. Have you forgotten? No, no. Okay. All right. We're going to move right along to that. Um, okay. The uh, band card of the day for today is uh, going to be another reprint from um, uh, Eternal Masters. We're going to just kind of go through some of these for a while. It's uh, Vampira Tutor, which uh, is a one-mana black instant. Uh, you pay two life, and you search your library for a card, any card, and put it on top of your library. Card disadvantage. Unplayable. Uh, yeah. Uh, totally. Um, no, yeah, this is this is pretty stupid. You just you get your you at the end of your opponent's turn or on your upkeep, you tutor for your combo piece and then you draw it yep. right away. The, the fact now you're down a card, but it's fine. You're going to combo out right now. You win. Yeah, the, the the fact that it goes on top of your deck rather than in your hand is mostly irrelevant because right. you can just time it so that you're about to draw it. Um, right. So, it, it, and you can do this on turn one, which yep. means you can combo out on turn two. So, right. And there is yeah. debate whether this or um, the two mana, put it into your hand, tutor are better. Uh, this being, tutor. Yeah, yes. demonic tutor. Um, yeah, we can make this a two for a uh, band card. I don't think we've covered demonic tutor. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, that's, that's vampiric tutor for an extra mana at sorcery speed. Put it in your hand. Don't lose two life. Right. So is, the, is paying one extra mana and having sorcery speed worth putting it into your hand? I'm ignoring the two life because this is legacy. Suck it, it up. It doesn't. Right. Or really, realistically, this is vintage. But uh, yeah, let's, these are both these both see substantial play in vintage. Um, yeah, yeah. Like it depends, right? I mean, these like many other band cards are would be particularly broken in storm, mm-hmm. um, which is very good at making lots of mana. So uh, I mean, they, well, like Legacy Storm obviously plays Infernal Tutor, which is just a worse, worse version. version of Demonic Tutor, right? Um, so clearly that would be that would be playable. I think Vampiric Tutor arguably is even better. Um, Vampiric would work really well with Ad Nauseum because you can put something on top that you know is cheap. Well, or just or win, yeah, or just, just win. draw it. I mean, just cast that, cast Vampiric Tutor, and then cast Brainstorm or Ponder because you're running the bajillion cantrips in your deck. That is the one extra nice thing about being instant speed is say that somebody's countering your big combo. Well, you can play this right. instant speed, put it on top of your deck play Brainstorm or any instant speed draw to then draw the Force of Will. So effectively, it can be instant speed into your hand to just get the answer you need right. at instant speed. Right, yeah, which, if you have Brainstorm. Yeah, yeah. Which, then it's like a three-card, a two-card combo. Like, that's not the reason you do it, but the fact that it can do it at instant speed on a semi-regular basis, I think, is why it's held to be better than Demonic Tutor. Yeah, combos with Brainstorm is a pretty good thing to be saying about a card. Because um, Brainstorm is played a bit. You know, you're, you're <laughs> going you're gonna to see those from time to time. I mean, time, uh, time, I, yeah. I, I've seen a Brainstorm or two in my day. Right. <sighs> yeah. It may actually, it's funny, actually, because in, in Vintage, uh, Brainstorm is restricted. Yes. You see, so, it, you see it way more in Legacy than in Vintage. Right. Yeah, because they, actually, they're sad that they don't have it more. You might, you, you might actually see more Demonic Tutors than uh, Vampiric Tutors for exactly that reason. In, in Legacy you would be able to have four instant speed one-mana draw spells, whereas in Vintage, you're only allowed two huh. uh, that Ancestral Recall. Interesting. So, I hadn't thought I mean, about that. I mean, you could that. play, like, I don't know, there's probably, I don't know, you could Sensei's play... Sensei's Divining Tops? I don't, I don't know if that ever gets played in Legacy. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. right. And you actually have, I guess, rather more uh, since you draw this, if you're going to count those, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Great. Tutors, they're powerful. And stop playing them in EDH. That's not what the format's for. Yeah, right. I mean, really, I think the uh, the price tag on Vampiric Tutor, it's, I mean, you know, it's a $20 card or so, even after the reprint. Um, I found one in a dollar box. And I told yeah. the guy, well, no, because this was a guy who doesn't, you know, sell magic on a regular basis. And I told him, you know, I pulled it aside and was like, this one's really valuable. You might want to put that somewhere else. And he said, oh, I'll give it to you for 10 bucks." So, yeah. Good deal yeah. for him. Good deal for good. I did a good deed. I got a very, I got one. Now I have one. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's it's not doing anything right now. It's 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 it's, it's sitting around accumulating value. No, not no. I dust it regularly. I'm very yeah. proud of it. It's my friend. It's an accumulating value. Not accumulating value. Okay. Yes. <laughs> good. Good. Yes. Dust is. I don't, I don't. Maybe maybe you're doing it wrong, Jamie. Yeah. Maybe I'm dusting the value off. <laughs> yeah. All right. Is there anything else that you want to talk about today? Uh, this is kind of a a, a slightly non-standard topic for us, but as we said, we have two topics we are kind of putting off until we can schedule with guests. We did not want you all to have to wait any longer. And GPs are awesome, so... GPs are awesome, yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think that's good. I mean, we're probably uh, running up against uh, runtime at this point. I don't know how long... It depends on how long you've talked to your... uh, to the interview people for, because I haven't heard that stuff. Well, also depends if you end up cutting that or not, because if you decide... you're, You're editing this one. If you decide that the interviews didn't work out, this is going to be very yeah. confusing to people right here. This this will be yeah. This will they will know what you're talking about. Ten <laughs> complaints to MTG Drew Walton at LegacyWeb.com. Yeah. Let's stretch this uh, section out a little longer so there'll be maximum confusion. <laughs> go check out our new website. We added something. We're adding things all the time just because I'm a dork and I love features on features on features. Yeah. I made I made a forum. Yay, forums. There's no forum. posts in it yet. It's brand new. It's very lonely. You should go, you should go, go, go fix that. Go post in the forum. Go do it. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, you can catch us here on iTunes, on Stitcher, on uh, Kitchen Table MTG, on MTG Cast, on Card Confidants. In your mind and in your heart. Mm. The power is yours. (laughs) I'm going a little loopy. I'm going to have to sign off. All right, let's do that. All right. Everybody have a good night, and until next time, remember... Preparation is the best legacy weapon. Thanks. Complain to Drew about something. Oh, I should have made an entire category of complaints for Drew. Oh, you should have. Um, well, I guess you can go do that right now, actually. I, I, It'll probably I, I, be live by the time this episode goes up, right? I might. I might. We'll see.